Yes, yes, y'all, you know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are married to the games. Zero, seven, two. And Gabe, I'm going to let you finish. That was beautiful. That'll do, Hall. That'll do. (laughs) So, for those that don't know, I'm in Jamaica right now. I usually do the intro, but I couldn't pass up the opportunity of Hall doing it. (laughs) Him being prepared to do it and doing it. So, that's why he's doing it. Uh, It was terrible. No, it was awesome. And that was a last minute thing, man. Like Hall and I last night got a text from Gabe saying, guys, I'm still on. I'll, I'll, I'll be ready to go. Cause we were already, you know, we were getting prepared and getting everything ready for the podcast, thinking that you weren't going to make it. And then we get this right. glorious text from Gabe in beautiful, sunny Jamaica. We're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> the streak, <laughs> the streak for Gabe continues. Yeah. You know, what's, cr- <laughs> you know, what's crazy about that text is I have no service here. And so I actually had to um, send you guys a text like with a picture so it would have to send it through the Internet so I could send it through Wi-Fi. Does that make any wow. sense? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It had to be like it had to you be beat a, the system. Yeah, exactly. I had to do a workaround, I had to work around it. Nice. So I apologize in advance because I know I sound like I'm in a bouncy room and people are used to me being at my computer with an actual studio microphone. And that's not happening today. (laughs) This is, this is throw and go baby, throw and go. This is way better than you sitting by the beach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For those that remember that. I don't don't think you need to, I don't think you need to apologize. You're in Jamaica. You're doing just fine. It's pretty incredible. You're doing fine, Mon. So (laughs) that's pretty much my week. Update is I've been in Jamaica. Uh, we left for a cruise on Saturday and I rode on a cruise Saturday and Sunday. We did two shows on the cruise and then Monday we got off the boat in Jamaica and I've been in Jamaica Monday, Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. I come back Friday. Wow. Um, it's our first time. Well, it's not our first, but it's Jenny's first time away from Amara. Uh, How's she holding up? One night she's doing well. Jamaica helps you forget. If we were in the frozen tundras of <laughs> the Arctic, <laughs> she might be crying more often. But <laughs> oh, you um, mean Nashville? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. But she's been. It's been awesome. We've gotten to Facetime with her every day, and she's been Aww. very smiley and very. Um, uh, the people that she's staying with are like, oh, she's been awesome. She's been taking her nap. She's been going to bed at night with no fuss. So it's everything a parent could ask for. So oh, that's amazing. Did she called you guys up and she was like, it's stupid cold. <laughs> <laughs> I did teach her to say that. Cause yeah, it is. Cause oh, it man. is stupid cold, man. It's like, it's like eight degrees out right now. Oh my gosh. That's I'm sorry. I won't even tell you what degree it is here. No. Have you had, have you had nice weather though? Has it been nice? Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been incredible. And yesterday was actually overcast, which was, really nice because it just kind of calmed the sun down because the sun's just beating you know the caribbean sun is just so harsh like this is one of those places that yeah black, yeah rub even, it in. <laughs> I know, even black folks are like uh can you pass the sunscreen real quick because uh, <laughs> i'm not trying to get burnt so um it's uh it's like that and so uh but it's been really fun man they got jet skis here and 
a boat here. I mean, the place is, I've never seen, I've never seen a place like this in real life. I've only seen it in magazines, the place we're staying. Mm. Like it's crazy nice. And so shout outs to Toby, my, my boss, Toby Mack for having all of us out here. He's the freaking best guy for doing this. And he flew all the wives out and he's paying for everything. And it's just incredible. And we feel Mm. so blessed to, to be here. So that's what we're doing, baby. We beaching. I meant to ask you, how was the cruise? You didn't have any storms like I did, did you? (laughs) We had zero (laughs) storms. Yeah, no, it was the cruise was totally fine. It was just so quick because we got on there Saturday, got off Monday and worked all day Sunday. So it was just really, really fast. But um, besides that, the cruise was great. Food was okay, And it wasn't a Disney cruise or anything like that. You know, we were on Carnival, but um, we made it. Good, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, Every time I think about Tim's experience, I think about Gilligan's oh, Island. Oh, my God. I, yeah, and exactly. guess what? I get to do it all over again in March, too. Ugh. Ooh-wee. Yeah. But hopefully it's not her, like her, it's not hurricane season, thankfully. But mm. you know what's going to, like, some, some weird El Nino thing's going to happen, I'm sure, when I'm on this boat. And it's going to just be rocking again like it was before. <laughs> <laughs> and Gabe and I are going to have pretty weather up in Nashville. That's right. Right. So. Right. That's right. Router. So no games. Pl- well, no games played or have you been uh, you brought your Vita? Have you been, yeah, able I've been to on the Vita a little bit? I've been on the Vita a little bit, but not as much as you. Oh, would I'm think. sure. Jen- There's just Jenny's so much got to that do. locked down. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's under it's under a, a combination lock. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but actually, it's been really uh, it's been really cool. Um, when you're at a place like this, you don't think about playing games. Yeah, and so yeah, I bet. there I are it. at night when it slows down. I'm like, hmm, I should play some <laughs> Tearaway, but uh, I haven't gotten around to it yet. And every time I went to pick it up and play it on the boat, something happened and I had to leave. Like there was probably three times that I picked up the Vita to play it, and I was like, ah, oh, shoot, I gotta go. So that's what happened with that. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yes, sir. Router, what you been doing? Well, me, router. Oh, me. Okay, sorry. You you broke up for a second. It's that Jamaican sun's like breaking up the airwaves. <laughs> Three more people got on the internet here and it slowed me down. There Jamaican you go. me confused. Gabe. Jamaican me confused. <laughs> um, man. Okay, so I survived the romper, romper room that was my house last week with with uh, three four year olds and a two year old running around. Mm. It was it was bananas, but we survived it. Um, and then we all got sick. So it was amazing. So no way they all, ah, yeah, they perfect all, ending. yep. They all left. Uh, <laughs> f- when did they leave? They all left Friday morning, Friday during the day, we had to take Piper to the doctors because she had a double ear infection. And then Again? I had to take my, yep. She had another one. And then I had to take my dog to the vet because she had an ear infection. What? This, is all, this is all on Friday. <laughs> Monday comes around. Lauren sounds like like death. She's got a really bad cold. And I get on Monday, I go in and I get a uh, a throat culture and I have strep throat and I got a penicillin shot in my rear. No way. So that's how the router clan's rolling right now. Nice. (laughs) It is insane. I'm fine now. Like my throat's way like they I when I was young, like I haven't had strep throat probably since junior high easily. Mm. I used to get 
strep throat quite a bit when I was younger. And it used to be that you would just take these pills over 10 days. Not anymore, Jack. They just were like, hey, we got this big old dosage of penicillin. We're going to shoot this in your butt and you'll be fine. And and they weren't kidding. Like within the next day, I fe- I've felt amazing. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it just hurt to sit for a few days. No, it's actually, it's really not that bad. Like it feels like I've just been doing like, Buns of Steel workout or something like that. <laughs> Suzanne Summers DVDs. Like, yeah, like my left my left cheek is sore than my right right now, and I'm just like, did I do like Buns of Steel in my sleep? What did I do? So it was, yeah, funny. it was awesome. So yeah, we're all ill. So uh, I I got to I did get to play some some more Infamous too, which is great. I'm I'm certainly nearing the end, and uh, I I can't wait to finish it and see how it all ends. But yeah, just still doing all those side missions and then doing the main missions and having so much, so much fun with it. So that's the, the sick router clan in a nutshell. Hmm. Getting ill, getting ill. My goodness. I think for the first, for the first time in a long time, I think I played the most games. Wow. That was nuts. That's what I'm talking about. Let's hear it. Um, played a lot of mass effect three. Amen. Uh, that, that game, it, I really, at first, I was like a little bit disappointed with it. Like I was like, ah, oh, I I like two better. But then, as I'm playing it, I kind of like how they give you a lot more freedom, mm. and you're just kind of trying to get the uh, other armies to work with you, basically for the big battle. So, like instead of doing loyalty missions, you're going out and trying to get other armies to work with you. So it's kind of like it's called galactic readiness. And I know people already know this stuff. They've done played the game probably. But for those who haven't. <laughs> Three years ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah. Or two years ago or however long it was. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And the story is great. The voice acting, like I said, is good as always. I mean, it's really cool to to interact with the characters just because they paid so much attention to the voice acting and the camera angles and making it very cinematic as they mm-hmm. had did, they did with the second one. So I didn't play the first one, but... Uh, the second one, they did the same kind of thing. It just made the, the game interesting. That's great. I will say with Mass Effect 3, like versus Mass Effect 2 on PS3, it seems to look quite a bit better because Mass Effect 2 was very uh, jaggy looking. They don't have any anti-aliasing on, on the PS3 version. Hmm. I don't know if they had it on the 360 version either, but... the. Mass Effect 2 was just really jagged looking, and Mass Effect 3 seems to look a bit better. Yeah, so. I think they nice. smoothed it out a little bit. I, I noticed a it little bit, like too, it. but you, you get used to it. I mean, after after you get into the everything, like it, that didn't bother me after a while, so I'm excited to play mm-hmm. Mass Effect 3 and see see what a difference. Like, And yeah. that's the same for me. Like Between Infamous and Infamous 2, you see a big difference on, how, on graphically, too. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like they just got better at Yeah, it's using just clean. It's more cell. polished. It's Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think definitely. the money that they end up being able to put behind those games once the other ones do good. Right. Is, you know, it definitely shows up. You know. Yeah. And I know Mass Effect was already making money, but Mass Effect for its day looked really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With for how much content there was, you know, sometimes you can get into these games that are like way long and then the content drops off because they have to put so much in there. But I feel like yeah. Mass Effect for being as long as it is always looked really good for how much content they had, had to force in there. 
Yeah, and it seems like they kind of go the extra mile with the look of it for as little as the conversations matter. Like, <laughs> like yeah. well, like, you know, like you'll get into conversations with people and you'll you'll really all you'll get out of it is just backstory. Like, it's not a required thing. So you're talking to these characters and you don't even really have to stay there and talk to them, but they make it they make it interesting and they put enough time into it to make you want to go out and do these things. So I think it's pretty neat. Sure. For that. That makes sense. Um, and that's what, that's what made me like too a lot. Uh, so, um, and in between Mass Effect 3 and Skyrim, because I did play a little bit more uh, Skyrim. I knew it. I knew you still were hooked <laughs> on that. <laughs> um, I picked up the uh, Game Boy Advance and played some Link, Link's Awakening. Look at you. Good for you, man. Yep. Just started over from scratch on that one. And, it's been a little while since I've played it, but that game really does hold up pretty well. Nice. And you know, that game's what, ninety three, so it's about twenty a little over twenty years old at this point. So That's awesome. I think that's on the the you know, to bring this full circle, I think that's on the three D S eShop as well. So might Sweet. be for the D S shop or something. So but yeah, still a lot of fun and that game, like I said, it holds up really well. So it's worth playing. Sweet. Uh, it's a short. It's a short game. The dungeons are really short, so but you can you can finish the whole game. I think uh, I'll probably be finished with it the next time I sit down and play it. So, and when I play it, nobody can tell I'm playing it because it's not online or anything. <laughs> Unlike yeah. Skyrim, yeah, where you people get, can give me a hard time. <laughs> you won't get busted like you did this time. That's Dude, awesome. How much do I love that our community? I loved. I, I I wish I could remember who tweeted it, but took the screenshot of of Hall no, playing Skyrim. It, <laughs> it was, was perfect. Like, caught. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <Yep>. yes. <laughs> it was great. Oh my god! Red-handed. Gosh. Amazing. Playing Skyrim. The uh, I mentioned this. I think on the forum, the uh, Dawn Guard DLC adds the crossbow. Mm. Sweet. I collected some crossbow bolts as I was playing the game, so I had maybe like forty of them. I got the crossbow and I was using it, really enjoying it. And then I ran out of arrows and I was like, well, what do I do now? Cause it, do- it doesn't use the traditional bow arrows. It uses its own form. Mm. Um, and I was like, well, where do I get more ammo? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I can't find it. And people were saying like, oh, you can buy it from vendors. And I was like, well, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't find any vendors that were selling it. Maybe I'm missing something, huh. but. I don't know. Using the crossbow is really fun. That's great. And I was thinking, I was thinking that the crossbow would be a one-handed weapon, but it's actually a two-handed weapon, which kind of sucks because it'd be cool if you could have it in one hand and then have your other weapon in the other hand. That would be cool. Yeah, but that would probably make the game too easy, I guess. Yeah. Too um, bad already. Yeah. Uh, and then I downloaded Infinite. For PS Plus. Nice. And I got the season pass. So I downloaded Burial at Sea, episode one, last night. Awesome. Oh, man, I cannot wait to hear how that is. Yeah, you have to tell us how it is. It's pretty awesome. I played, I think, 45 minutes to an hour of it, I think. Probably an hour. Oh, man, you have been getting down. Yeah. And, uh, it's It's a lot of fun. Like, the first... The first bit of it is more spectacle than anything. I don't even think you pick up your weapon till like 30, 35 minutes in or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
you know, you're kind of, it's, it's very, it's very cool if you played the first game, I think. Because the first game, you know, you're going through Rapture and it's, this is like post, uh, kind of the fall of everything. So you're just, you're encountering enemies. It's not kept up. There's no like civilians really. Mm. Whereas with this, this is pre, you know, the disaster. And so you're getting to see everything as it was before Bioshock oh one. Gosh. So it's kind of a prequel. That's cool. How dope is that? And this isn't really like a, well, is this, I don't think it's a spoiler. Like you're walking through with Elizabeth from the actual game. And like, if you'll, you'll encounter something and she'll be like, oh, I, I know what that is. And he'll be like, how do you know what that is? <laughs> like, wow. But, be, but because she's from, you know, from the first game, which took place much longer before. Um, right. You know, he's like, how do you know about this stuff? You know, it's just, it's really cool to see. So even if you played Infinite, see, there's something there for everybody. That's cool, man. So it's really that's, awesome. That's awesome. That's sick. I love that. Because cause for people that don't know, Infinite anyway took place in 1912, where the first Bioshock took place in the 20s. Is uh, that no, what it was? It took place in the 60s. Is it 60s? Yeah. And so, so just in just the infinite universe is before the you know before Bioshock's universe. Yeah, so, and this DLC takes place uh, in the fifties. And I so think it's, it's like fifty three. Oh wow! So and and it's obviously I think you're playing Booker, and I, I think that's mm-hmm. really cool because it's kind of like it feels sequel ish, but it's still prequel ish, which is kind of right. weird. Yeah, it's really really weird. Like kind of just racking your brain trying to figure out put the pieces together and figure it all out so it's awesome i like it's that. i mean it's you know it's it's more bioshock it's the same combat style the thing i always liked about bioshock is that they make you allocate your resources very st- stingily so like if you encounter an enemy and you think you can take him out with melee you're going to do that because you don't have that much ammo right uh huh that and that's the thing I liked about the original Bioshock too. So that's something that they've kept pretty much through the series is just to uh, keep track of your resources and you know don't overuse things and it, it forces you to use all of your things in your toolbox, all your tactics. Whereas when, when I'm when I'm running through playing Call of Duty or Battlefield, I mean I've got the same gun the whole time and I have no problem finding ammo. So exactly, yes, infinite. Yeah, in, like. infinite ammo, if you will. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's get to this, people. Router. I'm on it. New releases this week, January 26th, week of January 26th. We, ha- we have uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 3 Full Burst for the 360, PS3, and PC. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> We're going to have to make mouthful. Router play that game. Oh, nope, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, on Twitter somebody wrote in and they were like, make Router play uh, Mist. With no <laughs> oh, guide. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'll never... So, I'll never leave the house. How about, like, how, about, how about he just watches one of those little 3D things? Remember we used to watch as kids where it would have like the circular thing and you'd press the thing down and the next picture would come up and the next picture would come up. That's pretty much missed. <laughs> yeah. 
That's it's, awesome. It's like going through a web page. Oh, great. Okay. Basically, Good. a series of web pages. Perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh, um, and, and it made it made me laugh because I was like, man, that's a, that is almost a segment we could do, like just playing games that we normally wouldn't play <laughs> out so of our comfort zone. Exactly. So I think we need to sit down with Naruto Shippuden. Okay. And record well, it. I'll I'll do that, and then Gabe does Outlast, and then yeah, Hall, yeah, we yeah, need to yeah. fi- we need to figure out something for you to do. Ah, we'll figure it out. Hall will Resident do Just Evil. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually play that. So he has to play Resident Evil. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, Resident yeah, Evil Six. Yeah, yeah, have to play perfect. Resident Evil. Anywho, so okay, some more new releases. We have uh, Tomb Raider: The Definitive Edition comes out for the PS4 and the Xbox One. I didn't yeah. know that that was coming that soon. Yeah, I mean, Me they, they kind of twisted that around. And then on top of that, they're also doing Tomb Raider's Game of the Year edition for the PS3 and 360. So that's coming out this week as well. Mm. Uh, and then we have, uh, I think this is a DLC for Call of Duty Ghosts Onslaught. Yep. And that's for Xbox One and 360. And then for PC, PS3, and PS4, we have DC Universe Online War of the Light Part 1. Hmm. So, I spent more time th- trying to make my superhero in that game than I've played playing that actual game. <laughs> then you actually played the game? That's great. All right, let's 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 move on to top-selling games for the week ending January 18th. Number 10 is Battlefield 4 for the PS4. Finally, we get a second next-gen or current-gen game up uh, in, the, in the works. Number 9, we have NBA 2K14 for the 360. Number eight, Call of Duty Ghost for the Xbox One. Number seven, Call of Duty Ghost for the PS4. Oh, really? Kind of, yeah, kind of amazing. PS4 actually trumped the Xbox One. I don't think that's Call ever of Duty. Happened. That never happened yeah, last gen. That, no, that never happens, period. As, as long as we've been around. Yeah. Number six, Pokemon XY. That 3DS just stays right in there. Love it. Number five, GTA V for the PS3. Number four, GTA 5 for the 360. Number three, Call of Duty Ghost for the PS3. Number two, ladies and gentlemen, Minecraft hits the number two spot for the 360. That's crazy. It jumped from what? What was it? Eight or seven last week to two. Wow. Oh, my And they didn't do a box copy for PS3, right? I haven't seen one. I mean, but that wasn't for PS3. It was for Xbox. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, I... I saw a statistic last night that said that they sold a million copies on PS4, but I didn't know. Or is it PS PS3? It was either PS3 or PS4. They haven't released it for PS4 yet. Right? I don't think they have. Um, yeah, I think it's PS. Yeah. I think so it's it was, PS3. it was a million copies sold on PS3, but and I was thinking that that was digital. It had to be nice. digital. It, it would have had to be. It had to so. have been digital. And and unfortunately, yeah. these charts don't account for digital, so this is all brick and mortar. But the, yeah. the number one uh, game for the week ending January 18th would be Call of Duty Ghost for the 360. Yeah. So Call of Duty has four titles out of the 10 spots. That is that's crazy. Ridiculous. I mean, that's just a beast. <laughs> that's expected, though. Yeah. There's like I mean, number nine, Call of Duty Ghost for the ColecoVision. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you like go. Just whatever exactly. they release it on. It sells a bunch of copies. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, now that you now that you say that, I would like to see like a remake of that game, like where they put it on Genesis or something. Be awesome. They did a couple of first person shooters on Genesis, and they were just terrible. 
<laughs> I bet. Yeah, you don't have they enough did buttons. Doom on Super Nintendo, too. So. Yeah, exactly. Paul, <laughs> give us something, brother. I, I read this story about um, Microsoft wanting to bring something like 1 versus 100 to Xbox One. Oh. I thought this was a really cool thing. I mean, they're right now with software, like with both next-gen consoles, you know, they're in the plight right now of not having a lot of software, not having a lot of necessarily a lot of releases coming very soon. I mean, we've got Titanfall coming on Xbox One, of course. If you guys don't remember, I mean, I know you guys don't have Xboxes, but um, with 360, they had one versus 100. So you would turn on your uh, Xbox 360 and you'd see it on the dashboard. So if a live game was in process, you could progress. Yeah, you could jump into the game. And it was really, I wondered why they took it away because I had so much fun with it. Basically, you would get in there and it would be like, you know, they would pick out one person that was in the lobby at that time. And then that they they would verse all the rest of the people who were logged in to Xbox Live and playing the game. Nice. So for those that don't remember, you know, you would turn on your Xbox. And if you were on during game time, I think it was like 7 to 9 p.m. or something you could get into the live game and it was just really cool because it was kind of like just a live event every time you turned on your 360 at night to play. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of this thing that you could log in and play with all of these other players. I think that they need something like that on Xbox one, especially because of the multitasking. So, right. Yeah, of course. Well, cause like playing one versus 100, like there were times where you would have to wait on stuff and, um, with the Xbox One, you could have, you know, if you've got your cable hooked up, you could have your TV playing in, uh, you know, one tab and then have the game playing in the next tab. So you could be like back and forth or have the TV up while you're playing like picture in picture kind of thing. Mm. This would have been a really cool thing to launch the Xbox One with. Yeah, and that's it, very true. And it doesn't have to be one versus 100. It could be anything. Yeah, we, yeah, they could. Yeah, they could partner with any game show and do something like that, or maybe they do like, I don't know, Jeopardy, where you get into lobbies with people or Wheel, Wheel of Fortune, Fortune or, baby, bring it, Wheel yeah, of Fortune. I, exactly. I mean, there's a reason that Wheel of Fortune comes on in that prime time spot. It's because that's typically when people have their TVs on. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, if you have your Xbox One on around that time and they're doing a live game, I mean, that's. That that was the most fun I think I had on the 360, just because, like I said, it was a community experience. It was very fun to fun to use, and uh, I was kind of sad to see it go. So, hmm. Well, hopefully they bring it back for you. Yeah. Um. So PlayStation Now, which has been a big deal, obviously PlayStation's new streaming service. They've sent out their first round of invites for the beta. Um, and, uh, people have been posting on Twitter and all over the place, the screenshots of them getting invites to join PlayStation now beta. And, uh, I want to get one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, how do we get that? Can we get Um, that somehow? Seriously. So according to the invite, the participants must have a PS3 and broadband connection. And what I'm guessing is they wouldn't send invites to people that they didn't have the data on already having that thing oh sure yeah Yeah. Um, you know that's a that's a select list i'm sure of people that they know would be able to handle it or have the bandwidth to handle it and then you know and are probably solid gamers anyway and know their way around exactly um 
So if anybody got an invite, let us know how it is. We would love to hear how it is because none of us got an invite yet. Did you guys even sign up for and register for it? I no. forgot to. No, I didn't do that yet. <laughs> See, all of some busters, man. Golly, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I signed up for slackers. it, so one out of three maybe might get it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's coming soon anyway, right? It's summer, yeah. It's supposed to be before summer, around summer or something like that. Yeah, I can wait. I don't want to be a guinea pig. I can wait. I want to be go. a guinea pig. I kind of want to be a guinea pig too, man. I want to check it out. <laughs> Hall, give us something else. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online mm-hmm. coming soon. Uh, will not require PlayStation Plus to play on PS4, but will require Xbox Live to play on Xbox One. Huh. And Interesting, once- right? Yeah, I'm not. I don't get that. Why? Why would they do that for one console, and not the other? Uh, I don't. I don't really know. It's kind of weird because I would think at this point the percentage of people that have uh, PS Plus versus Xbox Live is probably. I mean, I, I I play on Xbox Live still, and not everybody has an Xbox Live Gold account. But on PlayStation Three, like I log in, and we've got you know we've got pretty big friends lists at this point. Just because of the show, uh, mm-hmm. everybody has PS Plus. Yeah. So, yeah, but the percentage of people is, is higher. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't just be like, like I don't see why they they would care at all. I mean, I know I'm, I'm sure that they approached Microsoft and said, "Well, hey, since we're going to be charging a monthly fee for this, which they're charging fourteen ninety nine a month for Elder Scrolls Online." That's what I'm saying. Would, it's already a subscription. Yeah, I'm sure that they approached Microsoft and said, look, this is already going to cost people money. So is there any way we can get this bypassed? Because, you know, let me ask you this, though. They've Xbox has since the 360. And correct me if I'm wrong. You had to have Xbox Live just to get online even. Right. You had to have Xbox Live to do anything. Netflix, anything. And I think that PlayStation hasn't been that way, so I wonder if they hold a little looser to the PlayStation Plus thing. I it think because well, there's I think other that games they, on PS4 that don't require PS Plus either, like DC Universe that we were just talking about and yeah. Warframe. Those are free to play games that are really free to play, like they're not subscription or anything, and you don't have to have PS Plus with those either. Well, I think that. You know, I think that they're kind of approaching it with the PC model. Steam doesn't charge you a monthly fee to play your online games. Right. And I think, like, I, I know that they're requiring PS Plus to play online, but, like, this game is kind of its own its own entity, if you will. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. that they're, run, they're running their own dedicated servers and everything, so it's not costing Sony any money, I'm sure. Right. I, I just don't understand why... Um, Microsoft wouldn't get on board with that. I think they don't have a workaround is what I'm saying. Like, since you have to have gold to even open up Internet, period, they don't have a workaround to where it's like, oh, well, you can go through this back door to get online. I'm sure they could have made an exception, though. But it's all good. I mean, it's it's not that big of a deal, because if you're serious, like the type of person that's going to play Elder Scrolls online probably is going to have gold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I'm not that worried about it. I'm just a little bit confused as to why they wouldn't at least loosen up a little bit. Maybe they feel like they've gone 
like they've made it such a point that you need to have Xbox Live Gold to do anything. Anything, yeah. That they aren't going to loosen up on it. Like, that's just how it is at this point. Yeah. I feel you. Um, This one's for Router. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a rumor, though. April 25th. Looks like it might be the day Watch Dogs is dropping. Ooh, I didn't I know get an email Friday. or anything from Best Buy yet. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it, that's <laughs> well, what I'm as saying. soon as you do, every news story will run your tweet. So. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and for those who don't know, that's happened before. That has happened. <laughs> um, so it is definitely still in the rumor stages, but uh, a lot of people are saying, a lot of other people are saying that it's April 25th, which is um, a Friday, which is a little weird. But they say that they feel like there's going to start being a move to Fridays which I huh. thought was interesting. So we will see about that. It's it's so weird. I've forgotten about that game because it's almost like when they announce that they're pushing it back, it's like they're starting over. So you kind of, I, it just, it's mentally in my head. It feels like they're just starting from scratch again, but right. you know, if, if it's coming up and it, cause I'm thinking this is coming later on in the summer or even in the fall, but if it's coming this early, then maybe they're onto something and they've got, well, they, something. they oh, after they pushed it back, they did say they wanted to get it out first quarter of 2014. And yeah. so I think it was already such a blow that they didn't make it for the launch of the PS4. Yeah. Um, so it's already been pushed back. What? Six months. Yeah, it's been six months because I was supposed to well, come from, out in September, I, guess November, I want to say. April, you know, four or five months. Um, anyway, rumor mill, that's rumor mill. Um, that's awesome. Well, they're not, if, if it is coming out around then, yeah, they're kind of in the same position as, uh, you know, our buddy Stancil, where they're kind of like all hands on deck. Let's get this yeah. one yeah. done. Oh yeah, they they've so, got to get that they've got to get their scramble on right about for now. Sure. But I'm certainly exci- I'm still excited for that game. I'm a, still I'm a little nervous because of the pushback, but I'm just happy that they made that decision rather than put out a, you know, a crappy product. And you said yeah. you've already you've already paid yours completely off, right? Uh, well, I yeah, I I paid for the PS3 version up front, but I'm going to turn in an upgrade to the PS4 version. Hmm. So Exactly uh, right. But yeah, it's already paid for. I just need to wait for them to to tell me when it is and get my email and and go from there. Hmm. Sweet. Um, Google released a 27-second video showing five really simple games being played through Google Glass. And uh, they're really, really simple looking games. <laughs> but, was it Pong? Was it Pong? <laughs> no, but it was like balance these blocks on your head or swipe this stuff kind of like, you know, uh, what was it? Fruit Swipe or whatever that name oh, yeah. is called. Fruit Ninja. Uh, Fruit, Fruit, Ninja. Ninja. Fruit Ninja. And uh, <laughs> Fruit Swipe. I, Fruit I, Swipe. I couldn't exactly remember. <laughs> nice. <what it> was. <laughs> um, and so, but it, listen, I think Google Glass is going to be a really cool thing. I don't know if it's going to be the platform for games. Do you know how ridiculous these people are going to look like staring off into everybody's going to be pulling a, a Stevie wonder, like just kind of yeah. bobbing back and forth. You know what I'm saying? And people be like, what is this guy doing on the subway? Swiping his hand in front of his face a bunch of times. But <laughs> I um, know. is there, is there a B in the subway? What's going on? Oh, <laughs> exactly. <God>. And so <laughs> the they videos, get to Google contact lens. It's going to be even worse. Right. Exactly. exactly. So the video is called Mini Games for Glass. So go check it out. It's only 27 seconds long, but it kind of gives you a feeling of what they're wanting to do. And if it's not, 
I just wish it was a little bit more of augmented reality than it was stare up at this square and swipe at these things. I'm sure yeah, they're going to figure that stuff out, but yeah, I for one don't want this stuff. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too impressed. The only thing that I would say, um, I don't think Google Glass is going to be a platform for games. I because I think Oculus Rift is going to blow it out of the water. Oh, of course. So like that's going to be that's going to be your number one. If you like that kind of style of gaming, that's going to be where you're going to go. You're not going to go to Google Glass. And if you're already going to look stupid wearing something on your head, <laughs> right. you might, it might as well be Oculus Rift. <laughs> it might as well be <laughs> Oculus. You might as well look like the Terminator and call oh it a day. Oh my gosh, freaking RoboCop. That's right. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. The the reason like. I mean, like, people playing games on, like, you know, subways and stuff like that, like, the reason I don't want to see this stuff on glass is because people are already, like, becoming socially inept because of smartphones. <laughs> I, I don't want to see that get even yeah, worse. You're right. Yeah. You are absolutely right. So true. That's funny. Hall, you have something else? Uh, PS1 and PS2 games are coming to the PS4. Wow. I can't believe it. Outside of Gaikai. This is crazy. Yeah, this is uh, basically, I mean, the PS4 is is kind of off-the-shelf hardware, so really, I mean, it should be even easier to make emulators for the PS4 than it was for the PS3. I right. mean, you know, if you think about it, PS2, actual PS2 compatibility took a long time on the PS3. I know that they had, like, that one 80-gig model that had some kind of software emulation on it. But mm-hmm. um, they didn't re- start releasing PS2 classics until, you know, what, a couple years ago? Right. The PS3. And the PS4, you know, theoretically, since it's closer to being an actual PC, it should be easier to make a PS2 emulator for. Yeah. Um. So this I'm not surprised about, but I am glad that they're bringing native PS1, PS2 backwards compatibility. And who knows, maybe we'll even see native PS3 compatibility eventually. I know that and that kind of puts... That kind of puts a damper on their PlayStation Now thing, but yeah. I wonder if they'll do it. Well, I, I, and they're saying there there might be a bump in graphics, which I don't know what that means. There, there always has been, like with PS1 or the PS2, uh, when it came out, you had this option of kind of like a little bit of a smoothing or scaling type of uh, right. thing That's for PS1 games. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not surprised about that at all. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. That's still very far out, too, right? Yeah, from what I can see, it's still a little ways out. I don't know anybody who's rushing out to get a PS4 to play their PS2 games, so <laughs> I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of a value added, right? It's not. It a, is. You know, I don't. I need to have this because it's PS2. So I think, but that's great that they're at least offering that. Yeah, like yeah. I would like. I would like to be able to. You know, if when when I do decide to get a PS4, like I would like to be able to know that I already have a back catalog that I've bought because I bought yeah. I bought like six or seven PS1 classics. It'd just be cool to know that I still have those games moving over. Exactly. I mean, if they if they were to if they were to get PS3 compatibility into the PS4, you know, then I'm assuming that you'd be able to bring over your digital purchases from PS3. So, Never which would know. be amazing. Yeah, that would yeah. that would be pretty awesome just because of all the games that they've given away with Plus. So Exactly. Um 
it's weird though that they're doing it like I don't understand what the difference between and th- this is just my ignorance speaking but what's the difference between emulation and the fact that I can already play is it just that it's coming to the PS4 not saying that it's something new to the PS4 like how you can already buy all the classics and everything like that? is that the exact same thing that they're talking about doing just with the PS4 what you mean like buying PS1 classics through the PS3 store Right. I would assume so. I mean, if they make it backwards compatible, I don't know if they're going to make you rebuy those games, but I would think that they would just, just come over to the PS4. Mm, okay. I would think so, because Sony has been very apologetic this generation. Like, they've been doing things to bring those gamers back that left them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way I see it anyway. I mean, especially yeah. with not requiring you know, PlayStation Plus to do Netflix and all that other stuff that the PS4 does. Um, PS4 has Netflix, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least on the PS3, you know, like... It doesn't PS3, have YouTube they don't yet, though, I don't think. That's the, no, it that's the thing we were missing. Yeah. We don't have YouTube yet, which is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you can tell that Sony's been very apologetic this generation with the steps that they have taken to kind of make up for what they did with the PS3, because coming out the gate, you know, they came out really arrogant, saying like, oh, well, you're just going to buy it anyway, and et cetera, and not listening to the customer. They're doing much more to listen to the customer at this point, I feel. So I mm-hmm. feel if they get this backwards compatibility working on PS4, I would think that your purchases that you made during the PS3 era would come over, I would think. I hope but, so. I could uh, be especially wrong since, too, so. I wonder if this is their band-aid for the whole Gaikai thing. Like, hey, we know that we said that, you know, your d- previous purchases won't work through Gaikai. You'll have to, whatever the subscription ends up being with Gaikai, you'll have to pay that on top of. So I wonder if this is kind of that band-aid for that. I honestly think that they should have just bypassed all of that and said, yes, you can play your stuff through Gaikai. Because now mm-hmm. this, like, even though this is kind of cool to have native backwards compatibility it kind of steps on what Gaikai is doing. You know what I mean? Like it kind of makes it a moot point. Well, not so I mean, much because unless, the library um, is unless so Unless they don't do huge. PS3 compatibility. Yeah. What? I was just saying the library is so huge that, you know, if the, if the library is as big as they say it's going to be, you know, it could be, I mean, gosh, hundreds of games, you know. It, well, it Gaikai. is going to be... It is going to be kind of weird to see how they do it because of the licensing. See, I, I can't imagine them being able to get licensed to any more games than they already have, like through the mm-hmm. PlayStation Store. So, mm-hmm. for instance, you can you can, there's only what maybe like twelve PS2 classics to choose from. Like, I don't know if if when they release PlayStation now, if it's if it's going to be a flood of PS2 games. I mean, maybe they've been working right. on those deals in the background. Yeah. It's really going to be a wait-and-see approach, unfortunately. We can't really predict it yet. Yeah. It appears oh. to me, since they have emulation on PS3, obviously since they have PS2 classics and PS1 classics, they have emulation on PS3. It appears to me like that those are the games that they have been able to clear the licenses and get everything taken care of to release those games on the platform so I don't know if, like I th- said, through PlayStation Now, they are going out and getting different deals or more deals. So I guess we'll, time will yeah. just tell. So 
Um, one more thing before we hit the questions. Uh, Titanfall is getting an open beta coming very soon. So keep your ears to the ground. We think it's going to be around Valentine's Day. Oh, um, wow. So that's very soon. Obviously, it comes out March 11th. So it's not like it's so far off. Um, but uh, for my Xbox One people and my PC people like myself, I'm definitely going to be keeping my ear to the ground. The, the The beta will only be for Xbox One and PC. But obviously, the game on March 11th will be coming out for the 360, the Xbox One and the PC. Windows. PC. Man, if they do that on Valentine's Day, there's going to be a lot of lonely girls that day. <laughs> <laughs> One less lonely girl. <laughs> the poor, the poor, the poor things are just going to be sitting there while their boyfriends are just be like, "I got to do this. I got to play some Titanfall." Oh my gosh, that is so funny. That'll Gabe, be hilarious. Gabe, does your PC have enough power under the hood? You think? Uh, it'll probably have enough power to. Me for me to turn the settings down and play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna look like one big blurry mess. Yeah, it's just oh, gonna be. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be Minecraft. <laughs> It'll be Minecraft for sure. That's great. Hall, you got anything else? No, let's get into these questions. No, man, you got to give a, a give away a game. Oh, duh! You're the host. Um, You're the host today. I know. I prepared for this last night. You, you know, if you weren't on here, thank thank goodness you're on here because I probably would have forgotten and tim and i would have done the entire show <laughs> and then at the very end we would have been like oh yeah and so and so oh, oh and by the way as as the music comes in oh and by the way so and so won bye <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man we would have held, uh, we would have held it down hall so i did the drawing last night i think we had about goodness a hundred and we had a lot of people something. i don't know how yeah there was, was awesome. there were a ton um it was a ton for I us went, yeah Definitely. And I went ahead and took care of the drawings. We didn't know if Gabe was going to be on. He just gave us a random message last night. He's like, oh, I'm going to do it. We're like, oh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we'll make that work. Um, anyway, our winner is Jeff Porter at Woo-hoo! White oh, yeah. G Shepherd. I think it's Shepherd, yeah. White G Shepherd on Twitter. His Twitter description is just a random gamer. I love it. Perfect. I like that. So if you're listening to the show, go ahead and shoot us a tweet or shoot us a message and let us know uh, your address and we will get that out to you. That's awesome. And that I can't believe it. <laughs> gosh, I'm so bad at being a host. Um, <laughs> and that giveaway is sponsored by The Score. It's our local game shop here, Franklin, Tennessee, and they are at Score Online on Twitter. And I think on the web, they are thescoreonline.com. That's correct, Gabe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a terrible host. <laughs> no, you're doing, you're doing <laughs> They're just They're also uh, facebook.com slash thescoreonline That's as right. well. Yeah. Those, those are really great guys. If you're ever in the Nashville area, you know, pay them a visit. They're a little bit south of downtown. And if you're going to pay them a visit, you might as well tweet at us and we'll come meet up with you yeah exactly let's go kick it that's right we got to do a meet, we have to do a, a tennessee meetup we at really some do point. we really do because i know we got some nashville gamers in the place it's funny every t- every time we go to a nashville business like you know we're talking to them about the podcast and they're like oh cool cool and then we're like well we don't have that many nashville listeners <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you something, Brazil. We got tons of listeners. Yeah, Brazil, we're good. 
that's awesome. Uh, you got Brazil on lockdown. That's hilarious. All right, let's do this, people. Gabe, you got vacate. We're you're losing valuable vacation time. So shall we? Yeah, Hall's got to sing the song before we can even do it. I, that's, I'm waiting for somebody the to sing it. Song. Yeah, let's Hall. Let's get into the questions. Oh, <laughs> that was that was weak. Uh, that was weak. That's uh, all right. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take so it. So funny. That's that is all I am giving. So that's all. That's that's all you, that is all you got. All right. Well, let's get uh, into hey, this. I already had to do the oh yes yes y'all. That that honestly, I think my energy dropped about fifty percent after that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. And of course, Gabe Gabe brings it every week. I don't know. That's right. He always brings it. Oh, man. Some, we got some ton of new questions from a lot of new people. Lots of love this week. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're starting awesome. with email. Yeah, we got another email one from Mike freaking Morgan. That was his signature. Mike freaking Morgan. <laughs> I love it. He wrote. I love it. He and he writes. Great job on the show as usual. I commute a long way, and you guys make that easier at least once a week. I posted it on. I posted this on the forums as well, but I wanted to email the show as well. As well, I game. A lot. It's always worked great for me as the wife goes to bed at eight thirty, nine o'clock, and I'm sort of an insomniac. So from 9 to about 2 to 3 a.m., I game my butt off. Well, we nice. just found out we, we just found out we're expecting, finally. Oh! Congratulations. Congratulations. This is great because we've been trying for a few months. As I'm up tonight doing my thing, I realize that this gaming time I'm enjoying might get cut. Or eliminated. So I guess the question is, how did having a newborn affect your gaming habits? Will I have to kick my longtime favorite hobby for a while until my little mini me starts to sleep through the night? Mm. Mike, man, congratulations. It is a beautiful thing. Um, I'm so happy for you and your wife. So that's very, very cool. Definitely. That is awesome. Um, For me, the weird thing was when Piper was first born, I actually did a lot more TV time in the overnight feeds because I I volunteered to do a lot of the overnight feeds. Exactly. So I, did, I did more TV time than actually game time because it's a little harder to you know hold her, have the bottle, you know, have to make you know have to burp her, all that stuff while you're trying to game. You're you're going to get constantly interrupted if you do that. So I mean, I got through season seasons of Boardwalk Empire, Walking Dead, uh, Game of Thrones. Like Piper watched a lot, and she didn't even know it. So it was great. But it can be. It, I think it can be done. I think especially once you get into a rhythm, you're going to be able to find out when your gaming uh, when your gaming time is available. I found that out because I used to game a little bit more at night, and I found out that earlier morning was better for me. Uh, Gabe, feel free to speak into it. No, I was going to say, if he's already a guy who likes to stay up late, that was kind of my thing was uh, we did the whole like my my wife breastfed, um, but then we would pump during the day so that I could do some of the feedings at night. And so I think that could work out uh, for my man, because if you're the insomniac in the house, she goes to bed. You guys have pumped a couple bottles or however you're going to do it. Maybe you're going to do straight formula. You stay up feed the baby in two hour intervals at first or whatever, however long the baby will sleep and just be gaming in between. Yeah, that's very true. So, so it I may, think it's it not that not be, it's going to be eliminated. It's just going to be different. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. That's, that's great. Well, when I had a new dog, there you I, go. Uh, 
<laughs> Dude, but congratulations. I know what that I know what that finally means. And I, I feel that we've got a, had a lot of friends that have gone through that. And so, man, big, big ups to you and your wife, man, or you and your girlfriend. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. Yep. Um, and then we got we got another email from our, our Brazilian boy, Lucas Swisher. Nice. He writes, uh, Bom dia, which is Portuguese for good morning, to my boys in Nashville. Uh, hope you guys are surviving the cold, snowy winter up north. My family and I are sweating it out down here in Brazil and enjoying our summer. <laughs> Stop not, bragging. I know. They said not to brag. Not to brag or anything. He said, this <laughs> This past week I started AC3 and have been liking it so far. I even can tolerate Connor. So my question Ooh. is, do you, go, do you guys believe that secret societies similar to the Templars and Assassins really exist in the world today, operating within various governments and pulling the strings in world events? And he said, bonus question for Router. If the superhero Tiger Claw had to choose a side, would it be the Assassins or Templars? Mm. Or Templars? I, I would think Tiger Claw would be an assassin. I mean, he can't not – you have a name like that, and he'd have to be an assassin, right? I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. That picture that Ed sent us, <laughs> the one that he drew. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess it could go – if it, if I were a Templar – The picture Tiger, Ed drew – the picture Ed drew more looked like he, the Tiger Claw was the guy that went and got the Templar's water. Right. <laughs> exactly. We're going to have to find that and retweet it. Yeah, that we oh, have to. so funny. It was so great, Ed. Thank you. Um, if it, if Tiger Claw was a Templar, it would have to be like Sir Tiger, Sir Tiger Claw or like <laughs> or Tiger Claw the Third, because the Templars' names always seem to be more regal yeah. or more royal. Uh, I think Tiger Claw is just more down, dirty, like assassin style. I don't know. I could be wrong. But, I'm with um, you. To to answer your question about secret societies, um, I think so. And and look at Navy SEALs and special forces. Like there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's going on that we don't know about, and it's probably best that we don't know about it. I'm per- <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm per- I am perfectly fine not knowing what's going on, and as long as you know everybody's safe and and just doing what they're doing, I'm perfectly fine with that. And you know, if there is, that's that's pretty stinking cool. And, uh, you know, <laughs> well, it depends on how you look at it, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's, it's all about the perspective. It depends if the Templars, if, if we have a secret society trying to take over the world, I'm going to be a little bit more alarmed, but mm. you know, it, but we'll see, but I'm, I'm glad you're liking AC three. I hope you continue to like AC three. If you can tolerate Connor, I think you're well on your way. So congratulations. Yeah. You've set the bar so low router. Yeah, maybe, but that's what I, I always like to do that. I always like to do that for a lot of things is set the bar low because then, you know, if you, if you like it, then you know, you're surprised. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I hope this feed doesn't get pulled down. No, uh, <laughs> I think the, 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 the thing to think is that there are, I mean, there, there is obviously an elite class of people we wouldn't have the one percent if there weren't elites obviously Mm -hmm. um but the way i look at it is it's i guess it's easy in nashville too we focus on like day-to-day life you know because if you start looking into that stuff and really if you're looking at the bad side of it it starts to make it make things depressing for you Mm-hmm. Like you're starting to think like, oh, I have no control because exactly secret societies are wanting to take it away from me, et cetera. And it's just a lot easier for me to say, you know, 
I worry about my day-to-day life. That's what matters to me. Yep. I'm not going to waste my time thinking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a, it can be a rabbit hole. It yep. really can. And, I mean, there's a lot of information out there about alleged stuff. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, we, we just found out about the NSA, and that's that's something that we kind of knew in the back of our minds all along. But then when somebody actually came out and said, no, this is how it works, you know, everybody got scared, even though they kind of already knew that stuff was going on. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we have a show called Big Brother, for goodness sakes. Yeah, right. Like I said, it's a lot. It makes life, you know, depressing when you start to really go down that that rabbit hole and mm-hmm. investigate that stuff for yourself. And and honestly, that's yeah. why I I don't like to watch the news a lot because a oh, lot of it either. is is just so depressing. And I'm just like, yes, it's horrible that these things happen, and maybe I should be a little bit more educated about what's going on. But it just, I, you know, I got to worry about my day to day stuff first. Exactly. I got to take I got to take care of my family, and I got to do what's right. And, you know, everything else, you know, is just kind of by the wayside. Yeah. Good so, question. Yeah, good that was a great question. Sure. Thank you, Luke. OK, we've got a ton on Twitter, so let's start blowing through these. We've got at um, Ston 362. Should we get Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zero or just wait for the Phantom Pain? And how much content will be in Ground Zero? Did any of you guys play Metal Gear? You know, I, I started and then fell off early. <laughs> I think I played the first two. Which one? I think I played the first two, and that was it. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I didn't play three or four, so I don't know what much what to say. But Ground Zeroes looks awesome. Yeah, it really does. And they don't they don't have a the Phantom Pain was such a little teaser that they did in the first place anyway. So it's probably going to be a while for it to to be to go into full development. I would think so. I would say hit up Ground Zero, and if you like that, then Phantom Pain probably won't be that much farther behind and ground zeros is coming out at is it coming out at 39.99 oh it's, it's discounted yeah i oh, think that's good that's cool oh gosh somebody's gonna be like no you have no clue <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's 39.99 though or something like that it's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah if you need well, a fix cop that yep yeah, go for it all right here we go at breadfan 35 now that uh, he's gone on vacation. What do you really think of Gabe? <laughs> uh, let's Brother get man, into some questions. Let's, let's get into some questions about Gabe. Uh, no, man, we love you, dude. You're you're awesome. Uh, I'm glad you're on man. a vacation and please enjoy it as much as possible and just yeah. have fun. And Gabe is we the glue, man. I yeah, mean, you are the glue. If it weren't for Gabe, this would not be a show. We would not have that. Would not exist. We would not oh, have as many on. followers. Yeah. That's for sure. That is oh, definitely. Geez, sure. Get out of here. Whatever you guys. Gabe is Mister Fantastic. Yeah, it takes. Right. It takes all three. It takes all three. Trust me. There's plenty of things that go down in this podcast that I have no idea about. I don't know. I'd probably <laughs> listen to an episode that was just all Gabe. I would too. <laughs> and doing all of your voices. Yep, that'd That's be amazing. So ridiculous. Oh my gosh, you guys are crazy. That's awesome. Oh, Good man. question. I'm, I like that. I'm I'm blushing now. <laughs> Joining and, us and on Brown... this episode, Professor Frank. <laughs> you tried to well, put the candy thing in. about that is a... <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm, oh, I'm blushing Frank when black people play blush, candy we t- crush. Yeah. <laughs> when black people blush, we turn purple and so it's not a pretty color, so that's what's yeah. going on over here right now. Nice. You guys got a brother blushing. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, All right. Uh, at Riley Wayne Smith, do you think that the Wii U will catch up to the PS4 and Xbox One game wise over its lifespan? 
I, I don't think so at all. I think they have to reinvent something. I think there will be a few games, and we talked about this last week. I think the Wii and Nintendo needs to stay in the family-focused area and not necessarily the gamer, the hardcore gamer arena. And if they stay there, they're going to be just fine. They're not, I don't think they'll catch up, but it would be, a, it would be an alternate console for people to have. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people will have, especially if they have kids and they have a family, you're going to have both. I know I will. So mm-hmm. uh, that's my thought. And, and Router, I think you hit something on the head the last time we talked about uh, something similar to this. You mentioned that a lot of people just didn't know it was a new console. Yep. And you could tell that with their marketing, too. Like in the marketing, the little girl was like, we need to upgrade to Wii U. You know, it's like, oh, it's a new thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, they'll never catch up. The yeah. You won't. So. Yeah. Uh-uh. Good question. No. Yep. Um, at Colonel Big Beard. Love these. I love these tags, man. These are great. If you could reboot any dead IP, which one would you choose? Time Splitters uh, would be mine. So much fun. Hmm. Well, that's um, a good question. Pit Fighter. You, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers Pit Fighter, but that, I used to play the crap out of that game. It was awful. Did you seriously? <laughs> oh my gosh, I played so much Pit Fighter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice. oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, I'm leaving this to you because I don't. I haven't been in the game much to know a ton of dead IPs anyway. Maybe um, and like really give it a real, real reboot. Maybe, maybe like um. Toe Jam and Earl or like um, Earthworm Jim or something like that. Oh, my gosh. Those games were so much fun. I think Toe Jam and Earl, probably. Yeah, I'm going with Toe Jam and Earl. There you go. You remember how good the music was even? Yep. Tim. So good. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Such a good good game. Here's another good one for you, Gabe. Uh, at two Trav, Travis uh, Pospisil. Do you think at Video Gabe's is enjoying the sun and calling you all suckers? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yes and yes, absolutely. Yeah. Big time. It's a. He's, call, it's he's a calling us suckers sword. so much he's not even responding to our texts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get texts. No, he don't get. He doesn't get text at all. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. that was a good one. All right, at uh, at Zi Coastby, what do you guys think about third party games having higher frame rates and better resolution than Xbox One? Are the roles inverted this gen? Yes, I wanted to talk about this, and I forgot to bring it up in the news section. Hit it, do it. Uh, Definitive Tomb Raider is running at thirty frames per second on the Xbox One, and allegedly sixty frames a second on the PS4. Wow. It's a shame. It, That's um, so weird. It really is. And it, it, I think I had read some stories about this. I think it's kind of come to, to the point where they're considering uh, bringing back some of the OS, like kind of taking away some of the, the resources that the OS is using so that the Xbox one can compete in yeah, that away from the connect. Cause like 10% of the GPU is, is set aside for the connect and I think that's where their wiggle room is co- going to come in at. That was huh. an oversight, man. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a good call. And I think I think it is going to be a little bit inverted this gen for at least a little while. Because what we had with uh, PS3 and the 360, they were, I believe they were equally as powerful. Maybe the PS3 was a little bit more powerful, but it was so much harder to program for. 
right. that uh, when developers would go to make multi-platform games, the 360 typically came out on top, yeah, performance-wise. Yep. No, here's a question: Does anybody know if Titanfall is going to be at 60? Man, it's got. I don't be. know about that. I think it's it. I think be. they came out and said it was. I mean, maybe it's 720p 60, I think, because I heard it was 720p, and there, I remember the outrage about that. My fear is that there's so much action and movement in that game that, is, that I would rather have a lower frame rate and, consist, and like a consistent resolution yeah, yeah. than having it so high that it keeps jumping and skipping on me. Yeah, and it, it kind of depends on your TV, too, because if you have like a, a TV that has that, uh, what is it, that 240 hertz Thing. refresh the like the refresh yeah, rate? like the really fast refresh rate i think 30 frame per second games don't they typically look like 60 frames regardless they could it's very idea. it's very weird because I, I went when i went to my mother-in-law's house they had one of those tvs with the super fast refresh rate and i was playing skyrim and it looked like 60 frames per second mm. so it's really hard to say you know it's funny i can't tell the difference um but uh, I know that unless you're a numbers person, I don't think it bothers anybody. It's only like us news junkies that hear it. and We're like, what? That's half the frame. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, there's there's and I think the the average person uh, wouldn't care. But I think it is inverted right now. I mean, we even see with the top 10 today. I mean, the PS4 above the Xbox one on a game, which never happened last yeah. gen. Yeah, um, yeah. And so. You know, but I think that people hopefully at the end of the day play these games because they're really fun. And the definitive edition of Tomb Raider looks incredible. Yeah. Um, And as PC people are like, "Uh, hello, that's what we've been saying. Um, Yep. But, uh, you know, I don't think it matters really at the end of the day. It just is disappointing. Yeah. I mean, as long as I think for me, as long as it doesn't affect my gameplay and, and doesn't consistently kind of bother you as you're playing the game. I'm cool with whatever. Like if it has to be, th- if it has to be 30 frame, 30 frames per second in order for me to have a smooth gameplay experience, I'm fine with that. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, you know, I'd rather Give have me beautiful 30 frames. Yeah, seriously. I'd rather have consistent, easy, very smooth gameplay than like very high resolution yet choppy gameplay. So yeah. I can that's definitely agree question. with that. Cause, well, cause I, that's why I said that the definitive version allegedly run at 60 because I could see it being a situation of uh, the PS4 runs at 60 most of the time, and then there's some places where it probably slows down a little bit. Yeah. But I could see the Xbox One, since they went with 30 frames, it's probably locked at 30 frames. Yeah. Yeah, It's true. Good question. That was a great question. question. All right. We got got three more, and then we'll let Gabe go. Here we go. At that, Chalfie. Uh, that's our boy as usual. Without last on Gabe's horror-filled horizon, what games oh, have you? Re- what games have really freaked you out? Um, man, what game freaked me out? You know, I thought when I first saw it, I thought Dead Space really freaked me out because mm. it was so. It's there's always like the surprise necromorph that comes out at you, and uh, it's just very dark and scary. That was always the one that kind of freaked me out. And that's why I wanted to play the whole series because I was intrigued by it. So yeah, that would probably be mine. I played a ways through Alan Wake, uh, on three sixty on tour one time. Oh, that's uh, a good one. I really liked that one. I felt like it was really good at being spooky. Hall. Yeah. I studied Alan Wake a little bit during college. We had a, um, 
game sound class. So we kind of played through some Alan Wake. That game was pretty spooky. Yep. Yeah. But uh, the first game I remember being scared or startled by was um, Resident Evil, the first one. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Heck I mean, that yeah. was that was a big one. Like, you're running down the hallway and a dog jumps through the window. That was like that the was first the scene time everybody knows. That. Yeah. Everybody knows that freaking jump scare. God, that exactly. thing scared me so bad. That's awesome. Dude, I'm telling you, that 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 next Bethesda game, The Evil Within, is going to probably be the next one that's going to freak me right out. Yeah, that's going to be um, Gabe's next uh, Let's Play. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. At uh, JPokes1, if each of you had to tattoo any video game character on yourselves, who would you get and where? Uh, oh, mm. Lord. Man. That's, that's a hard. Great question. Yikes. Brother, I was just thinking about your butt shot that you had to get. <laughs> so I was thinking it'd be funny if you got something that had that ended at like a point and you could just be like, yeah, point just down. put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, like how about, a, how, like how if about, you had a character and he had a gun or something, that you'd be like, you just go. put it down the barrel. Just put it there. <laughs> uh, um, I would think like Princess Peach and have a tramp stamp. How's that? That'll be, <laughs> that'll be mine. That'll be uh, mine. I'll what about you, that. Paul? Uh, gosh, I, I, in real life, I wouldn't do it. So let's say fantasy. Uh, I don't know. Laura Croft is pretty good. Speaking there of go. Tomb Raider, so especially I the new I'm, character, they've they've really defined her now. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah, more yeah. more realistic now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would do uh, so forearm at the wrist. I'd have a ghost up my forearm. Dot 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 Pac Man. Oh, there you yeah. go. that's all. Awesome. Love that. I man. didn't even think about Pac Man. That's great. Yeah. You know, I you know, I also thought about the the Borderlands logo, like just on my back somewhere, on like the back shoulder. Oh, I like yeah. that logo. I think that's a great logo. It is cool. Uh, nice. Man, that's all a right. good idea. At, yeah, I think I'll do that rather than Princess Peach as the tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that's a little bit more manly because my man card would have been revoked if I held that one. All well, right, let's, anyway. just, let's just all agree to get Yoshis. We'll just get different colors. We'll Yoshis. get all Yoshis. Okay, that there sounds you go. good. All right, final, final question. At Marvel Zombie 616 lightning round. Number one, character you played as in Borderlands games. Well, Gabe, if you would play Borderlands, you would know. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was uh, com- I was commando. Uh, were, were, who you were commando in the first one too, or was yeah yeah I did commando uh, and then Roland. Yeah, and then Roland in the second. No, Roland is in the first one. Oh, I did yeah, the wh- same <laughs> thing. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> whichever. I was gonna I say just... Roland in one, and then uh, whoever the guy's name was in two. Yeah, I what was his name? His name. What was his name? I can't remember. Yeah, so I, that's, I think how, that's how memorable the characters yep. are. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Uh, okay, number two, Double Dragon or Bad Dudes? Mm, bad Dudes. I'd double go Dragon. Double, yeah, I'd go Double Dragon. Yeah, uh, know, but double Dragon's was, had so many games where like, you were like, yeah, Bad Dudes is terrible, but Bad Dudes didn't have like eight games. Double Dragon's had like eight games now, and not all of them are good. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm a Bad Dudes guy. I like Bad, <laughs> bad Dudes. Bad Dudes knew when to quit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were well, like, hey, right. this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three was bagel or toast. 
bagel. Mm. Yeah, I think it. To- yeah, toasted bagel depends on be- the brand. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, bagel. All right, that's good. Um, man, that's that's it. Thanks for all the questions, guys. We got some some new bloods in, and we uh, we got a lot of, of fun stuff, and we love hearing from you every week. So feel free to keep doing it, and uh, and that's it. All right, here's my third attempt to be Gabe. Oh, yep. uh, you know where to find us. Facebook.com slash married to the games. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast. <laughs> he's got that down. Uh, yeah, he's got that. Like, even the, like the, like how the cadence and the rhythm is hilarious. He's I know. Got it's it. so weird. It's like, <laughs> he's more, it's, it's not more familiar prof- until I hear it back. Oh. Yeah. It's more prof- like professional, like, yeah, it's it's awesome. Keep going, man. Sorry. Uh, I'm not good at this at all. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are sold. There you go. Um, please We're leave us a review. And mother approved. Oop. Please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. That helps us in very strange ways that the uh, secret societies don't tell us about, but <laughs> the, the, the Templars don't tell us about <laughs> the Templars don't tell us about, but, uh, um, and also you can find us at married to the games.com and married to the games.com slash forum. We've got, I think 300 people now over on the forum discussions going on every day. Uh, we've got a deal section where you can post some stuff or we'll post some stuff. Uh, Best Buy had a really crazy deal over the weekend. Um, they had like a buy two get one, and it was messed up. So it was buy one get two. No That's way! Awesome. So I bought a ton of ga- I bought a ton of games that I'll probably never play. So awesome! Great, <laughs> great. That works. Hey, uh, do we have a question for the week? Yeah, hold for it. Them? Uh, I have one. <laughs> go oh, for it, go. man. I don't have. I one. knew you wouldn't have one, so I got one. <laughs> um. <clears throat> the question that we Gosh, is, we're terrible we, also, <laughs> we talk about so much about um, trying to buy games cheap, eBay, Amazon, wait until they're on PS Plus, you know, all these different things. But we all have those games that are day one purchases. Um, for me, it's the Call of Duty games for Hall. He's obviously already bought. I mean, for Router, he already bought Watch Dogs for Hall. What is it for you, Hall? Do you have a day one purchase? He, the, I, your last one was The Last of Us, wasn't it? Uh, yes. I, I do for like games that I've been anticipating for like two years, like The Last of Us. I mean, we talked about that game so much. Like, I could not buy that on day one. Exactly. Um, and I think, didn't you go out and buy Tomb Raider pretty quick, too? I bought Tomb Raider day one. There I was go. just anticipating it. Um, so there have been, there have been many others, but like basically, if I know that I'm not, super in a rush to play the game i'll wait a couple months mm-hmm. until i can get it for 30 or maybe even less there you go exactly uh, so we all have them um even though we're all deal guys so we want to know what are you guys's day one purchases for this year that are that's coming up you know is it titanfall is it second son is it watchdogs what are your day one purchases that you've made either recently or coming up we'd love to know what they are Back to you, Hall. Back to me for what? You got to finish it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, brother. You got to you gotta uh, work up what, every what ounce of energy. <laughs> There's no rest for the weary, Hall. Uh, 
I'm sorry if this episode sounds a little weird, too, because sometimes Gabe is coming in real good, and sometimes he's coming in like a mosquito. Yeah, he sounds so, like a mosquito every once in a while. Yeah, to us, I mean, on the podcast, he's going to sound big and beautiful. but uh, Well, kind of. I'm in a big, boomy room, but you know. <laughs> hey, you're still beautiful, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down and having you sign it. Hall, That's circa 2014. <laughs> You're still beautiful, baby. You're still That's beautiful, right. baby. I love it. Um. <laughs> Hall, you want me, has, Hall, you want me to do? Do you want me to do it? Yes, do it. All right, all right. So for Gay Patillo over in Jamaica, over there, there's Timothy Hall. I'm Tim Router. We are married to the games, and we up out this thing. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. How about that? Oh, hang on, hang on a second. Peace. Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw.